Hey everyone, and welcome to Table Dive, a tabletop RPG podcast where we take a dive into a variety of systems, test them out, and then give you guys our unprofessional opinions on them. On our first dive of 2024, we're taking a look at Merkborg, a game described as a doom metal album of a game, a spiked flail to the face, light on rules, and heavy on everything else. Hey, welcome back to Table Dive. We are about to go into our review of Morkborg, or Merkborg, I believe. Uh, we got the DM Tyler with us, me, Travis, Stefan, and Don. Uh, I say let's just jump right into it. What'd you guys think? It was metal AF. Yeah. Uh, I've been wanting to play this for a long time, and I personally loved it. Yeah, I, I had a great time with it too uh i like how grimy you know it it just felt so grimy you know like if if i uh were a germaphobic person i might need to go take a yeah, yeah. after playing you know yeah i, I think, think the, it yeah, the manual like, the manual really like just pops out when like grimy like you said like it's so just it fits it so perfect all the imagery the pictures the everything yeah, I knew it was going to be dark, but man, this is really dark. Uh, it's definitely not something I would let my kids play. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I never thought of <laughs> uh, grimy as a good descriptor for something, like, in a positive way. But yeah. that's definitely it. Like, it's dark and brutal and and just dirty in, like, the best way. <laughs> I cannot believe we didn't have one person die yeah 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 uh, the surprising yeah i think too like just it, and along with the imagery like especially the lore in it like i don't know the proper word for it i just the word in my mind is kind of like poetic poetry kind of like it's very fitting to the theme of like how dark it is and how it words things and but it's kind of playful at the same time but in like a dark way yeah, so for me, right, first first of all, the art in the book, oh my goodness, it's great, right? Yeah, it's so definitely. vibrant. The colors pop out so well. It's great. Uh and and having the physical book is is even better. Like it's so cool to look at. Uh just that bright, vibrant yellows and pinks. It's it's awesome. But the beginning having the like the world set up i guess you would call it and like you said it's kind of poetic is it's so like dark and and it foreboding you know it's like not oh the apocalypse is going to happen it's it's already happened how do you want to live the rest of your life and that's like, yeah. that's so cool and like i like that it, it started off with that but at the same time not having a table of contents in the very beginning threw me off a little bit um to just be able to quickly find what you need so i found it could be a little confusing to get through the just the first part of the book once i found what i was looking for great i think but just that's, the initial jump into the book was like a little overwhelming i think that's all of our bane right is the yeah. the pdf while being the like exact one for one of the book with when not in book form of like two pages yeah. next to each other 
I felt like the PDF was like significantly harder to kind yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, there's through. there's actual points where there's an arrow and a line that goes from one page to another, but while reading as a PDF, you don't see that, and so then all of a sudden you're on a page and you're like. Where did this random information come from? What is this about? But if you if it was beside each other, it would have made perfect sense. So maybe don't read it as a PDF, or if you do, just keep that in mind. Yeah, I um, I will say that as much as I like really enjoyed looking through the book, it's it's not the it's not very easily digestible. No, you yeah. know, um, particularly if you're just you know you just want to jump in and play something like this book is obviously intended to be an experience and it is so if you're looking for an experience and you're okay with that awesome if you're somebody who's just like i just want to read a book get down to the rules and you know do the thing maybe not the maybe not the thing for you but it's you know it's an awesome book for sure so i think it's not like yeah it's definitely like hard to find what you want at first but once you once you do it at least once it felt like it went so much easier like so when we made our characters right everybody was a little like i'm not sure what to do and then we like we made the first one and then after making the first one it, it felt like all the other ones were just like boom 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 like yeah. super easy once we once we found what we needed it was like oh this is actually really simple it's this 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 and this yeah the character creation was really simple I mean, even the name, like, you don't even have to pick a name. You just roll a name. Like, uh, I, I thought that was pretty easy once you find where it is in the book. But the, uh, like, the actual characters, like, that we played, uh, they're not even in the main character creation. It's, like, optional classes, and they're, like, 30 pages down, which is a little confusing. Uh, and they're way better than the character creation, in my opinion. A lot more flavor. Yeah. I like to how I think it's right in the beginning of character creation, how instead of it just being like, hey, boom, this is how you make a character. These are the things you got to roll, blah, 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 blah. It's like an actual little story about being like, you know, you're walking and you reach into your pocket and you feel this much silver, you know, 1d8 silver. And like, it didn't just throw a bunch of tables at you to roll on. It did in the end, but. Yeah, I like so. Yeah, the I honestly I had nothing bad to say about the character creation. I, I was trying to, you know, I'm I'm pretty critical, so I I was really trying <laughs> to pick something out. But everything I have about it is good. You know, uh, the pre-made classes are super flavor flavorful and interesting. Uh, specifically, the terrible traits, broken bodies, and bad habits. They're yeah. super funny, and also can be like super not awesome so there, there's so many like layers to that that i just appreciated so much i just i couldn't say anything bad about it. i love the character creation here i think the the optional charts like the broken bodies and the terrible traits are something i'm gonna probably steal for the repertoire same with kids on bikes is mm -hmm. uh like how do you know each other's and try to like use those in other things i think it adds a lot. Like, I mean, I got one that was, I'm forgetful. And it just made awesome little RP moments that maybe didn't affect anything, really. But it just felt, it made it more fun to play the character, so. 
also yeah, though well mine mine did affect uh because he does he doesn't like anybody uh criticize uh, any kind of criticism uh yeah which he r- rages in like i wouldn't have attacked that guy at the end um if i didn't have that <laughs> or had he not made fun of you right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I think also for character creation, uh, the or the weapon choice, the two, what, two, three, three, four pages of it, brilliant. Yeah. Just a picture of a bone, and then a man stabbed with multiple weapons with what you rolled beside each of them. I love it. Absolutely love it. I don't have much to say on character creation, like other than yeah. I think the like the optionals are like significantly better than the just rolling. I don't know yeah, what it I is. Don't... I don't know if it's like if we're missing something. Yeah, because like cause... the optionals seem just so much cooler and more unique with the abilities than the just like the optional are the like the normal character creation. Yeah, because so... I couldn't find those abilities anywhere. To just pick your own, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe that's unique to the optionals. In which yeah. case, like that seems better. Yeah. So what everyone think of the actual playing of the game? Then uh, I thought it was really easy to like play. Uh, everything made sense to me as you played it. Uh, I do think some of the mechanics are like the omen thing. I don't think we did that right, but it made sense in how we were doing it at the same time. Yeah, the uh, not having a clear description of something makes it a little confusing, but I mean, it's possible we just missed it and didn't see where that was. But yeah, yeah for the deal maximum damage with one attack, I think that's the rule we're all kind of talking about. It's a little weird to not have a clear definition of it. But again, it's then it's just kind of up to the DM to decide. Yeah, right. I definitely think I took the wrong choice. It should have been on a successful attack, then you can do max. But I went with just like a insta hit from the beginning, so I just rolled with it the rest of the yeah rest of the play. Really? Hey, I mean, as a player, it felt good. I was like, yeah, I get to be a badass. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It like, felt good to me too. Yeah, <laughs> I one shot at that guy. Real <laughs> cool, right? So yeah, real cool. Yeah, felt good. But uh, yeah, yeah, don't at the touch same my time, teeth. I talk about my teeth. Right. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, I, I have to say, you know, the devil's advocates just, yeah, that that section specifically reviewing the omens, you know, they could add extra verbiage in there to make it a little bit clearer, just to say this is how it is, this is exactly how it's supposed to be done, under what conditions, you know, uh, that this thing that you receive this benefit for. I think. I think. Yeah. Been better. Like. <laughs> It's it's hard to say because I we don't know if we actually did it wrong, but like two extra words of or two you know three extra words of unsuccessful hit, then yeah. you know deal maximum damage blah 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 would have significantly cleared it up. Assuming that's right. the way it's meant to be, maybe maybe it is an insta hit. You know I don't know. Right, but I guess even on even if it's not, then it would be simple enough to just say guaranteed hit or like right know, instant yeah. hit, a uh, successful hit right with. Um, highest damage value or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, there were ways that that could have been cleared cleared up a little bit. You know, it's a it's a pretty minor gripe, uh, if I have to say so. You know, I want to know. Oh, yeah. oh, go ahead. Oh, I would say, oh yeah, it's definitely up for interpretation. But 
I don't think it ruined no. our game. No. No, yeah. not at all. I want to know, real quick, how you guys felt about me never rolling. Um, I'd say it felt good to have all the power in our hands for once. Like you, yeah. me not making the attack, but you guys making the, yeah. the, the dodge roll. It was, I don't know if I would like it in every single game, but it was, I didn't have a problem with it. I was, it was kind of something new, which was nice. Yeah, it was new. Uh, it felt good though. Um, it, it's, I, I don't think it would fit every single game type, but this game type, it felt really good. Yeah, I agree. It felt, it felt good. Smooth. Um, felt more like your, like your stats actually affected whether or not you got hit, I guess. So yeah. Sorry, carry on though. I know there's been uh qualms about like games where monsters automatically succeed in attacks, right? And that not it. being <laughs> that not being a fan favorite. And this is not that, but it I mean, it kind of like in in description it sounded like it, right? When I'm like, oh I yeah. don't roll the hit, it makes it sound like, oh, he automatically hits every time. Yeah, but, that's when because when you first told me that, that's what I thought, and I was like, "Oh, here we go, another one, another one of these games." Yeah, yeah, but it—I mean, I thought it was cool uh, because personally, like, so in a fight with when I have four enemies, right? You know, and you guys are just worried about yourself, and I'm like, "Oh, I got to micromanage these four guys," and this guy's got this weapon, this guy's got that, and I'm rolling like this guy—you know, these dice for this guy, those dice for that guy. It's like cumbersome, but this felt like really freeing up on my end. Yeah. And it didn't feel like like cumbersome on on my end, anyways. I just had to keep track of, oh, what what weapon did this guy have? That's basically it. Yeah, I, I mean, it did. Th- there were a couple situations where it was like, oh, and what was that guy's value, and oh, what am I rolling on this, and that that kind of thing. But I mean, it it, it didn't break the immersion at all. And I think that's also just like it's our first time ever playing it and just kind of getting the rules down. Right. I mean, yeah. And I, I think we just rolled really lucky because it's a, it's yeah. most of them were 12. So, I mean, it's a D 20. So you have less of a chance. It's, it's less than 50% chance. You actually dodge. Um, and I had a negative in it and I only got hit twice. Yeah. That spit was gnarly. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah that was Mechanically. Piece, if we're talking about mechanics, skills. I really just didn't know how to handle being blinded. Uh, yeah. So that, that that was something I wanted to bring up, um, was not having st- rules for status effects. Yeah. If you're going to have abilities that give, what Im- or at least implies a status effect, there should be a rule about what those status effects do to a character or whatever, an NPC. Because, again, we're left with kind of, uh, I don't know, I guess we'll do this. Yeah, I I just... I just double-checked back through... I just went back through to make sure I wasn't missing it. And I just, I didn't see anything about, like, what really happens when you're blinded. I mean, so, you know... I just kind of winged it and just made it like where they had a harder time to hit. Yeah. Uh, and it felt fine. I don't think it, 
there wasn't any really protest on your guys' side for it. No. So, it, I mean, it felt fair, but like, they was, was kind of just like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there should be, if you're going to have status effects in a game, you should have some type of ruling for those status effects. Yeah. But, I agree. Oh, yeah. I agree. And and now that you put that earworm in me, I'm like, oh man, am I gonna have to dock points for this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily point dockable, in my opinion. Maybe like no a small I, amount. I I it's more of a cautionary tale for DMs to be prepared to kind of make some of your own rules up. Yeah, it's definitely like and I think it's intended to be kind of I don't want to say rules light, because I mean I guess it is rules light, but like yeah. A lot of stuff doesn't have rules tied to it. Like a lot of the items, they're just what they are. And that's all, you know, it doesn't say like mechanically you need to use this to do that. It's just like, here's a torch. It's just, right. it's just a torch. You don't have to roll this skill. It doesn't have time tied to it. It's just, it's a torch. Just yeah. have fun and play. Two meter radius of light. Yeah, it doesn't, it's just, it's a torch. It works like a torch. It lights up your surroundings. Yeah. So I definitely think there's that, there's that light on rules to just have fun and tell a story be silly rule it as needed i gotta say though it's been a while since we played with a d20 system uh it has that was that was kind of nice but also for me at the same time was kind of like because that's all i played for the longest time and all i had known and now going back to it i'm kind of like i don't know I thought I would like it, and now I'm like, I kind of think I prefer the other. Like, 2D6 now, I think it's probably my favorite, but... Yeah, 2D6 is my favorite style system, but this this 20 system did not feel bad no. um, in doing it at all. Well, we also didn't have, uh, for those coming from the game that shall not be named, uh, D&D, uh, you don't also don't have three pages of stats that affect it right yeah 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 you have four stats and that's that's it which was nice i guess that's uh all for that do we have any final thoughts all right guys so who who do we think this game is for guys anybody that likes horror gore type stuff uh, definitely somebody older, uh, yeah. 16, 18. I, I think the, the no children. Play. The back of the book says, quoted, really not suitable for those under 16 years of age. And I 100% agree with that. Yeah, this exactly. This is not for children. Yeah. Do not sure. play this on a family game night. Yeah, I think this would be like the perfect way to get like a metalhead friend of yours into tabletop rpgs if they've been kind of a little tentative about it be like but there's this one that basically feels like you're playing your way through a death metal rock opera film yeah and they can read all the text in the book right yeah yeah if they're a metalhead for sure they can read all the text because some of those fonts yeah (laughs) yeah they'll like the solemns too i mean they hit hard when you read them right yeah yeah that was something we uh didn't really touch on a whole lot was how well this could play for a campaign i suppose yeah yeah but 
it's definitely a, a must-have game for like dark fantasy uh, enjoyers. That's for sure. Like, like if you like, I don't want to say Dark Souls, but I mean, if you like Dark Souls, if you like that gritty, hard, oh, I might die, oh, I cut that guy's head off, you know, fantasy, very deadly and meaty and gory. This is for you. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think it's like I don't think the learning curve is too you know prohibitive, right? I think it's you know. I think I once you know. get over the once you get over the hurdle of the book, of just the mass amount of words, it's very easy to learn. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think some of the mechanics, like some of the, I guess, um, specifically like the defense mechanics and stuff like that, could be maybe a little much to have like a brand new role play, or, you know, role player join in, but. I mean, it's minimally difficult. Yeah. All right. So final thoughts. I got to say this was uh, my favorite game we've ever played. Was it really? It really was. That Uh, is, I'm actually shocked. Yeah. I didn't think it would be. Uh, I loved this, but there are enough things that I had to kind of dock points for that I can't give it a 10 out of 10, but flavor wise and just pure gameplay, this is the one I have had the most fun with and felt I could just instantly connect with. So I'm going to give it a eight out of 10 cockroaches in your hair. Nice. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Uh, actually this is the, this is my favorite thing that I've played, uh, at least on the, you know, on the pod. Um, it, it's just so flavorful. Like, come on, you're hocking acidic loogies into yeah. the faces of friggin', you know, uh, relatively uh, derivative uh, characters. But, you know, it's it's just so like I got to go back to the word grimy. I, I loved I loved that. And I, I also I gave it eight. Acidic loogies out of ten. Yeah, th- this isn't my favorite, but it's one of probably the top three that I've played. I really liked it. Um, definitely the gory stuff uh, made it, gave it to me. Um, just like that, just like kind of like Mothership. I kind of like that dark gore horror type stuff. Um, and I would give it a seven. Brown scimitars of Gelgenbeck. Wow. I we're starting 2024 off with a almost almost everybody's favorite system so far. So it's going to be a rough year, I think, for reviews. Uh, I don't think I would call it my absolute favorite, but it's definitely like so far up there that. I could say top three for sure. I on my end. The lore it like hit me so hard. It's so good. I love all the 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 locations and the names. And I want to. Do, I when I, it's hard for me to do. I'm tangenting when I do the podcast. It's hard for me to do these, um, smaller sessions because I get into books like this where I read the lore and I'm like, I want to spend so much time here, doing everything that's possible to do in this world 
but I can't because I have to make it in such a like a little bite-sized piece for the podcast. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a nine out of ten. There the only thing go. stopping me, only thing stopping me from a ten out of ten was like I would have read like if I had a plainer text PDF, I think I would have been ten out of ten. To All be right. honest, yeah, the the book layout is why I gave it such a low number. Um, if it wasn't for that, I would have given it higher. Just the first time digesting it was really hard for me. All right. Well, in that case, thank you for listening and thanks for a great 2023. And this is uh, kicking off 2024 with a bang, I guess. So see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Later. Later.